and fellow adventurers, welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord, and if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of those at our big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Iggy, Wolf, Bloodimus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, The Trevor Project, Das Chris, Fizzgig, AC Goldner, Jason K, Eric R, Oak Just Gonna Sneak Right Master There, Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, Mercutio, Angel Shadowheart, Dickie Lopez, Licky Topez, Rickety Rope Bridge, Alex K, More Dying, Doma El Laka, Dr. Grittis, Forevermore, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Darren W, Merob Syndrome, Fig Deer, Zach S, Jamie H, Mr. Turtle, Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W, Corey, Pickle, Mr. Grimm, and fire down. Shout out to new patron this week at the opening act, Brian M. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of session 123. Once again, when we leave the mansion in the morning, we are met with the ghoul Zolgath. They tell us it's time to meet with a person named Zirineth, someone from the wizard's forgotten past. At the meeting, we continue discussing killing all of the Shrains and eventually decide to free the slaves and leave Cormenter in charge of Shrain. We also plan on installing Nidek to be in charge of the Yerdefin. There's no way any of this could possibly go wrong. We then go to meet with Zyra and Nyrinda Shrain, the leaders of the city. The meeting goes well enough and quickly. We get their approval to go into the Forbidden District and kill Dizalin, who is plotting to kill them. The next day, we roll up to the tower to begin our assault. Upon entering, Dizalin appears in a mirror, and we talk with him a little bit. This goes poorly, and he has his four Grave Knight Guardians attack us. The skeletal knights that are standing in the corner of the room wearing their frost-bound armor move to life. At the top of round one, one of the undead guards, the skeletal guards, uses their first action to stride forward, stands in front of the mirror, pulls out, holds up that hand crossbow that he's got, and shoots it at Peach Pie. Okay. Peach Pie. Does a 36 hit? It does not. It doesn't. With its third action, it reloads the hand crossbow. Looks to suck. Cool. The skeletal figure at the top left of the room also uses its first action to stride forward and shoots his hand crossbow. This one at Jebediah. (gasps) That's a little better. Jeb, a 50 to hit. That's a critical hit. Jeb, take... 54 points of piercing damage and give me a fortitude save. 42. 42 is a success. It then uses its third action to reload the hand crossbow. Which takes us over to one of three of you. There's three of the four of you that got 42s in initiative, so who goes first? Wizard, Jebediah, or Peach Pie? The wizard. I assume the wizard will want to do something AOE. Yeah, there's really not a good way to AOE a bunch of them, though. They're very spread out in a terrible sized room. You want me to do something and you can rethink your turn? Uh, yeah, Spencer, you can go first instead. I can't think of what to do. Jebediah strides ten feet up, and I need four fort saves from all of them. <laughs> well, three of them fail. The three that failed are slowed. I cast a six level slow. Oh. <laughs> so the success is for one round and God the failure is for it. a minute. So they're all slowed for one round. Three of them are slowed for basically the whole combat. And that is Jebediah's turn. Nice. Holy shit. Okay. 
Uh, the Wiz will go. Wiz goes next. All right. Yeah, the Wiz uh, steps forward five feet and then drops a six-level fireball in between number two and number four. The ones that move forward and shot you with the crossbows. All right. Yeah. Uh, they both succeed with a forty-four and a forty-one. Uh, thirty-two. So half, half that. So they both take sixteen points of fire damage. God, that's bad. Okay, that, that is that's really bad. All right, and then that takes us over to Peach Pie. It's your turn. I delay. Peach Pie delays. All right. Jeb, that slow spell is going to really wreck their days. Okay. Well, that takes us over to Medium Undead number three. The skeleton in the southeastern corner of the room raises up its crossbow and shoots at the wizard. And gets a 42 to hit. That's a hit. Wizard, you're going to take 24 points of damage. Ouch. And give me a fortitude save. No, thanks. 46. Nice. That is a critical success. Uh, Since it lost its first action, it's going to use its third action to close the distance and get right up in the wizard's face, which takes us over to the last skeletal undead in the round here uses its first action to fire its hand crossbow at Nidek. Nidek does a 50 hit. Uh, yeah. Uh, kind of critically. 51 points of damage, and give me a fortitude save. Is this a poison? Yes. We get a plus four, right, Peach Pie? Yep. Plus four. 50. That's a critical success. And, like the other one... After it loses its first action and shoots with its second, it's going to use its third to close the distance and get right up in Peach Pie's face, adjacent to Nidek as well. Well, that takes us over to Nidek at the bottom of the I'll take my turn. Never mind. It's Peach Pie's turn. Yes, (laughs) please. Knock this guy away from me, please, God. (laughs) I will, with my first action, rage, and with my second action, attack medium undead one. And I get a critical hit. A 47 is a critical hit. Uh, and I will deal it 105 damage and knock it prone. Damn. And Nidek, you want me to knock it away? Uh, just in case it has reactions, yes. <laughs> okay. I will use my third action to awesome blow. Athletics check. And this is against his what DC? Fortitude DC. I get a 46. 46. That is a critical success. Cool. He's knocked back 10 feet and is still on his butt. But takes one And also takes damage. 1d6 damage. <laughs> six damage. Max. So he's literally on the ground. I swing my hammer and just connect with his crotch and knock him up into the air and back onto the ground 10 feet away. <laughs> and his back slams into one of those glass iron banded cases that was right behind him. And I follow. Nice hit, Peach Pie. And you follow. Nice. Well, that takes us over to the bottom of round one, Nidek. It's your turn. Okay, we're going to start with a Visions of Weakness. I get a Divine Insight into Medium Undead number one's nature. The creature has any weaknesses, you learn them. You just learn them, right? There's there's no role for learning the weaknesses. No role, no checks, no saves, nothing. They have no weaknesses. Okay, I learned which of their three saving throw modifiers is the lowest. Fortitude. 
And then I also learn an inherent understanding of its movements and gain a plus two status bonus to my next attack roll. These are Grave Knights, and they move very tactically, and they have some speed on them for their type. Do you get an actual recall knowledge on this, or that's just it, right? No, that's it. Yeah, medical call-out. Well, they're not weak to nothing, but uh, they got a weak constitution. And then he will cast a Moonlight Ray, level 6. We're going to get a 41. 41 will hit. I assume that he is undead? Yes. Does this spell have the positive trait? No. It doesn't. Okay. Has he got that ability that he can decide whether he takes, he counts as undead or not? No, he doesn't. I guess no. I might as well ask while I'm, before I roll this. No, he doesn't. <laughs> well, he's going to take, oh, also, shit rolls, 74 damage. I don't know. That looks pretty good. Uh, 35 cold and silver, 39 good. The cold damage that you deal seems to get absorbed by his aura and his armor, and he only actually takes 39 points of that 74 damage. Apparently no weaknesses, but he's got some resistances to cold damage. Who would have thunk? The hammer seemed to work fine. It always does. <laughs> well, that takes us to the top of round two. Medium Undead 2 loses his first action because of slowed. Thank you, Jeb. Yeah, dude, just making your life easier. Less things to worry about. Right. Easier. <laughs> he moves to step up to Jebediah with his second action because he loses his first to the slowed ability. And then with his third action, he stabs at you with his rapier. There he Gets a 44 to hit. He hits. Jeb take 28 points of damage. All right, then after Grave Knight number two takes us over to Grave Knight number four, loses his first action, like the rest, because he's slowed, and then moves up to Jebediah and stabs at him with the rapier. Jeb does a 36 hit. No. That'll miss, and then that's his turn, which takes us over to Jebediah. You're up, buddy. All right. Well, they... Came right to my face here, so... Let's see, number four is in front of me. Yeah, we'll swing at number four with my trusty little X. How's a 42 do? That'll hit. Nice rolls. 40. 40 points of damage, and he takes all of it. Slice. We'll try... Um, I'll just try to go swing again. Same one? Yeah, and we'll keep going. Oh, 30 misses. Oh. I bet you 22 does then for sure. Yep, that'll miss as well. Then after Jebediah swings at the Grave Knight that approaches him, Wizard, it's your turn. Uh, The Wizard will elf step behind Peach Pie 10 feet away. That's technically a step action that's 10 feet, right? Correct. Okay. Yep. Thanks, Wizard. The electric arc, number one and number three. We'll see how they do with electricity. Well, they get a 37 and a 41 on the reflex save, so one of them fails and the other one succeeds. 30. All right. Aside from the one that takes half damage from this, they do take all of the electricity damage. Good to know. All right. Well, then after the wizard, that takes us over to the Grave Knight that stepped up on the wizard earlier. It 
loses its first action because of, you know... Damn it, Jeb. That's really fucking effective, by the way. Yeah! Use a spell. But then with its second and third action, it unleashes a 30-foot cone of energy. And I need all three of you, Nidek, Wizard, and Peach Pie, to give me reflex saves. <laughs> its skeletal jaws, jaws creak open, and it blasts cold. Bad all the way around. <laughs> yeah, very bad at reflex saves. So what do we got? Nidek gets a 35. 35. 38. So the 35s fail. I got a feeling we're going to get some cold damage here, boys. But yes, the cold damage blasts at you, dealing 45 cold damage. So full damage to Peach Pie and Nidek, and half of that to the wizard who, sa- who saved with a 38. Ow. All right. Well, that was his second and third actions after losing his first. So that takes us over to Grave Knight 1, the one that Peach Pie knocked on his ass. And his jaws creak open as well and also does a devastating blast. Does that have a manipulate trait to it at all? Arcane and evocation. No. All right. So what do we get on our reflex saves? Fail. Fuck you, Tyler. <laughs> Using my hero point, I get a 44. <laughs> Wizard, you take 52 points of cold damage. Wonderful. Peach Pie, you take 47. Nidek, you take 24. Half of 24. Half of 24. Wow, he rolled really poorly against me. <laughs> yeah, he did. 8d12s and he rolled 1s and 2s and 3s. Jeez, that's awful. And 1 But yeah, I, I, needed to, I needed to use that hero point there because that would have really, really been a bad thing for me to take 48. That's its only, its second and third action. It lost its first. That takes us over to Peach Pie. It's your turn. I attack it. While it's prone. Indeed. 44 to hit. 44 hits. 43 damage. I attack again. It takes all of it. Of course it does. I kill it. So the nat 20, that's a critical hit. Let's see if you do, in fact, kill it. I do. 111 damage. That does destroy that skeletal Grave Knight that's on the floor. Third action, I move over and get in the face of Grave Knight number three. Then after Peach Pie handily takes care of the one that he knocked on his ass, Nidek, the bottom of round two. It's your turn. I think the next one we need to go after is probably Grave Knight number two. I'm going to try I'm going to do a disrupt undead on, on number two. It's within 30 feet. It makes a fortitude save? It gets a 32, which fails. That is a failure. But just a regular failure. He will take 30 damage. Positive damage, right? Yes. As the positive energy begins to surround this creature, its unholy aura pushes it away. And it takes none of that damage. Just automatically? Yeah, automatically. Not like a counteract or anything? It just automatically negates all positive damage? Not all positive damage. Just literally Nidex the positive, positive damage that you dealt. <laughs> nice. Got resist 30 positive. Wow. Woo. Well, guys. Um, so much for being good at killing undead. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do anything against these guys. I cast Guidance on Peach Pie. <laughs> Peach Pie, two things. I will. When it's your turn. I have been. It's not my turn. <laughs> I know. You kill it. All right, which takes us to the top of round three. This is the only 
Grave Knight that did not fail on the slow that Jeb cast. So he gets all three of his actions. And he uses a three-action activity, holds his rapier up in front of his face, and it shines in the dim light of the room and stabs at Jebediah's heart with it. Lies, Jebediah doesn't have a heart. 49 to hit. Mm-hmm. That's a crit. Jeb, take 66 points of damage from the critical hit, and now you need to give me a fortitude save. Uh, your point. 39. A 39 saves. If you would have failed that, you would have died. Was a 35 going to fail it? Yup. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, good use of hero point number one from Jebediah. He's not dead yet, but he did take 66 points of damage from that crit. Do we have more than one? Fagan? You said that as if we have more than one. No, I know, but you don't. I should probably give some out. I'll think about it after this combat. Thanks, Tyler. (laughs) I am supposed to give one every hour. Well, hand off the chess piece. It didn't really quite work out this time, so that takes us over to Grave Knight number four. (laughs) Uh, This one uses... It loses its first action because of its slowed, but then it uses its second and third actions to unhinge its jaws and blast forth that cone of cold damage. Jebediah, Peach Pie, and Nidek give me reflex saves. Nidek's not going to survive this. Fuck, I rolled a two. It's a lot of failures, guys. I fail. Looks like every one of those three fails. Jeb takes 64 points of cold damage. Nidek takes 49 points of cold damage. And Peach Pie takes 55 points of cold damage. And that's its turn. Which takes us over to Jebediah. You're up. I cast a heal on myself. It's going to make a counteract check. Because that heal spell has the positive trait. Jeb, does a 31 beat your spell, DC? No. It doesn't. Your heal spell goes off. Its sacrilegious aura attempts to counteract your heal spell. Wait, hold on a sec. Do all of them get to do this? They each have an aura. When a creature in the aura uses a positive spell or ability, the Grave Knight automatically attempts to counteract it. Yeah, they each get a counteract check here. So here comes two more. Ooh, 29 in that one. Isn't gonna do it. Last one. Gets in that one. So all three counteract attempts against Jeb's heal fail. Your heal goes off. Jeb's heals are inevitable. Yeah, I can't think of a reason why that wouldn't happen, all three of them. I'm just going to move away from him and go into flanking. Jeb, when you move away, each of them make an attack of opportunity on you. I mean, they could have done that when I cast... No, they always use their reaction. Uh, No, that's an aura. It happens automatically. Gotcha. And I suppose, yeah, they would have gotten the attack of opportunity on your... Either way, you're getting attacked. So Grave Knight 2 and 4 attack Jebediah. First one gets a 43 to hit. Yep. Second one gets a 50 to hit. Yep, that's great. One one critical hit. The critical hit deals Jeb 71 points of damage. I'm unconscious. And the regular hit deals you 21 points of damage. Oh my god. You're not unconscious. Shit, what does that put you at? Three. Three hit points. (laughs) Just barely missed. Alright, Jeb, you do get your move action away. No, I didn't miss at all. You hit. Sorry, I missed taking you out. 
So Jeb moves in to flank Grave Knight 3 with Peach Pie, which takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. I don't like this fight. Yeah, that sacrilegious aura is bullshit. The sacrilegious aura is nasty. When you've got four of them? Well, I mean, three now that Peach Pie killed one, but yes, it still hurts. It still hurts a lot. Uh, the wizard will use his first action to move five feet to the corner of the room. And then second and third actions, I will cast Disintegrate on... If I go against number three, they're going to have cover because of my allies, right? Correct. Yep. Uh, I fired against number four? Is he going to have cover because of that pillar or no? No, technically your sight crosses the middle of their square. They didn't take cover. Disintegrate, 37 to hit. 37 hits. Fortitude save. Gets a 40 on the fortitude save. And fuck you. Uh, 12d10 damage. I'll take half of it because of that success. So 36 damage is the half. The disintegrate goes through its shoulder, but mostly takes out his armor. That takes us over to the one that's currently being flanked by Peach Pie and Jebediah. They lose their first action because of slowed. They take a five-foot step down to the south of Jebediah, getting out of the flanking position, and then use their third action to stab at Jebediah. Gets a 50 for a critical hit. Oh, that's going to be wounded or dying too. That puts Jeb down to dying too as he takes critical hit damage, 57 points of it. Well, Jeb, your initiative moves to above Grave Knight 3. Peach Pie. I move up to Grave Knight 2 and attack it. We'll get a 45. 45 hits. We deal at 52 damage. Swing again. We get a 44. That'll hit. We'll deal at 43 damage. It takes it all. And that's my turn. After Peach Pie, that takes us over to Nidek. It's your turn. Well, we're going to try a little intimidation check on Grave Knight number three. Against its will DC here. Is this just a standard demoralize or something else? No, it's a standard demoralize. So he'll say it in Necro, assuming that's what these guys speak. Yep. Because they're undead. Undead speak Necro. We're going to kill you here. We're going to kill your master. And so be ready for that. And fuck 34. 34 does not succeed. <sighs> that's too bad. Well, still going to need a will save from him. It gets a 33. That's a failure. I claim him as mine. You claim undead. Yes. Well, that's good. And I tell him to go attack. I mean, I'll say number two. I don't. Attack the one that Peach Pie is attacking? Yeah. Which is the only one who gets all three of its actions. That's why I'm attacking it. And that's why I told him to attack it? There we go. Then at the top of round four, the Grave Knight that Peach Pie is attacking uses three actions for its heart-seeking strike. First, it makes a five-foot step as part of this, and then makes a rapier attack at Peach Pie's heart. A 38 to hit. That'll hit. Peach Pie, take... Ugh, bad rolls. 20 points of damage, and give me a fortitude save. <laughs> I laugh with a critical success. Yeah, 46 is a critical success without your fortitude bullshit. All right. Well, that's all three of its actions to do that. 
which takes us over to Grave Knight number four. So that one is going to take a... It's going to lose its first action. Damn it. You may have killed me, but I can still be annoying. Trying to decide if it wants to do its cone again. And if it does, it means Jeb's in that. It doesn't have a cooldown? It does. It just expired for this one. He only rolled a one on the D4. Oh. I think he would tactically get into flanking. Makes sense. Except for he can't do it without getting an attack of opportunity, which he's too smart. Oh, no. He's not going to do that. I have not attacked of opportunity yet. He doesn't know I have attack of opportunity. The only time I would have, the guy died. He didn't get a chance to stand up. Still not going to do it. He's a fucking clown. How do they know he's a barbarian? He's a clown. <laughs> More like since they can, they probably assume everybody can. They're they're high, highly tactical. So like you guys, and every time you assume that everyone has attack of opportunity until they prove that they don't. Jeb moved away from him. Like a fucking dumbass. <laughs> I'd say Jeb was smart about it. I mean, it was a move or die, and I died either way, so. <laughs> this one getting its cooldown off relatively quick on its devastating blast, I need everyone as it targets and hits everyone in this cone to give me a reflex save. I can't roll a reflex save to literally save my life. <laughs> I can do a reflex save when I'm unconscious? Yeah, you can, and if you critically uh, fail, you go from dying two to dying four. Okay. But he succeeds. Okay. So we've got Nidek who fails with a 29, and then everyone else succeeds with a 40, 39, and a 42. Nidek, you take 47 points of damage. Wizard, yours 53 gets halved down to 26. Jeb, you go down to dying three. And Peach Buy, you take half of 60, which is 30. Sweet. And that's its turn, which takes us over to the wizard. You're up. The wizard sees Jeb dying on the ground and will run over to save his friend. Yay, wizard! Try to move as far away into like a corner as possible, away from the enemies. Uh, pull out an elixir of life, moderate, and third action would be to give it to Jeb. Pour it down his throat, whatever. So a 3d6 plus 6. Right. You got it. Jeb, you take 22 HP. God, that was some good rolls. Five, five, and a six. Yeah. All right, Jeb, you're prone, but you're back up, and you're wounded one. Then after the wizard saves Jebediah's life, Jebediah, it's your turn. Don't attack number three. Nidek took control of it while you were unconscious. I say as a free action. <laughs> Also, you can stand up and do stuff. He's not going to hit you. I may just choose to lay here. It's nice. If I lie here, if I just lie here, will you not kill me? (laughs) And just ignore I'm here. There's no point in trying to heal. Just try to get more than 30 feet away from these guys. True. Run to the back of the room. Of course, that's making assumptions on the size of the aura. I suppose. Could be 20. True. Or 60. I've seen, we've seen 60-foot auras. A couple hundred-foot auras out there, too. If your guy's targeted, do does it like it affect his control? Uh, not if he's targeted. If he takes damage, does it affect your control on him? I think it does. It actually deals damage to Nidic. No. I'm... That's possession. This is claim undead, yeah. I think I might just chain lightning all three of them. 
Yeah, hurting it doesn't affect it at all, other than it, I mean, it would take damage, so. Which is fine. Which is fine. It needs to die still. And it's the least damage of them, so. Cool. All right, well, the three uh, chain lightnings, they save with a 44 and two 45s. Then I lay on the ground and eat a mushroom. <laughs> All right, so Jeb deals 30 damage as a, as a chain lightning cascades through the three grave knights and then heals some mushrooms. Om nom. Then after Jebediah, we go over to the grave knight that Nidek is taking control of. And it's going to attack number two, right? Uh, yes. Well, number two isn't fully aware that its ally is being controlled, so it's not going to use an attack of opportunity on it as it moves into place. But it is now flanking with Peach Pie and will make a melee strike with the Frost Rapier. Which won't do any fucking damage because it's a frost. That's actually only 1d6 of it is actually cold, but... Oh, that's good to know. Which isn't too... Yeah, it's not too bad. It's still doing a decent amount. And gets a critical hit with a 50. Yay. Dealing 70 points of damage, which only gets reduced down to 62. Because it resists 8 of that cold damage. So stabs his ally right in the kidney from behind. Yeah, it gets a new will save now at the end of its turn. It does, Okay. Like it's a 45 on its will save. And it's got its own control again. That spell ends. All right. That takes us over to Peach Pie. It's your turn. I'll attack the one in front of me, even though I don't have flanking on it anymore. I crit it. With a 47, you do. I kill it. The 101 damage, you barely, barely do, but you do destroy it. <laughs> uh, then I'll swing at number four. With my second action, I hit it. 40 hits. I deal it 63 damage and I will attempt to awesome blow it. So athletics check with my third action. I get a 48 to beat its fortitude DC. That is a critical success. Excellent. It flies back 10 feet, takes 5 damage, and I follow. Griff Knight 3 doesn't get to attack of opportunity you there, no. does he? I feel like he it doesn't. No. Does Awesome Blow say that the follow doesn't trigger? Well, uh, it's Shove does. Shove says that? Okay, got it. And that's, that's, and that's what Awesome Blow is. It's technically a shove and a trip action. Actually, it doesn't. It says you can stride after it. Oh. So you're making a stride action. So that would provoke from number three, then. Gotcha. Depends on how he strides. It does say, but you must move the same distance and in the same direction. So if it moves back 10 feet... You bet you have to move the same direction and distance. Yeah. So, so it would yeah. move you right through. But you don't have to follow it. Yeah, then I guess I don't follow it. Fuck it. At least that now makes both of them have to use an action to get to you. True. Yeah. Does it say that... Because I could have sworn it said the movement doesn't cause attacks of opportunity. Is that just for the creature that's being shoved yeah, then? because it's a forced movement by... Th- for them, they don't trigger attacks opportunity because it's forced movement. But you make a stride, which is a move action, which would... I guess I misunderstood that. Which would provoke. So unless there's something in one of your other feats that says that doesn't happen. No, because it's just a straight up. Awesome Blow is just, just a trip, the and, trip and a shove. shove. Okay. Yep. So yeah, I don't see anything in here that would say you wouldn't take one because you are striding after it. Gotcha. Well, that makes that less useful. But oh well, still very good. 
Yeah, it still worked out really well. Very effective turn, Peach Pie, which takes us down to the bottom of round four. Nidek, it's your turn. Um, yeah, Nidek's gonna, Nidek's gonna touch himself. <laughs> Using the positive trait? Uh, nope, this is harm, bitch. <laughs> Getting around it. Harm myself for 98 damage. Nice. You die. You needed it. I, I did. Badly. I was at 25 hit points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You die. <laughs> Wasn't looking great. <laughs> um, third action. Get over and huddle in the corner with the rest of the party as Peach Pie tanks these guys. Um, I definitely am thinking about it, but I don't really want to get all that huddled up. Just bunch up for another 30-foot cone. I was actually thinking of moving the other direction so that we're not bunched up. But instead, let's see. I think Guidance has a range, right? You did give Guidance to Peach Pie already, yeah. though. You I did. don't think Jebediah is going to go rushing in there right now, so... You don't say. Go get him, Jeb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to move 10 feet to the west, just so we're not like in a line or cone or anything like that. Stay out of that AoE effect range. Got it. Yep. Well, that's going to take us up to the top of round five which is the Grave Knight that Peach Pie knocked on his ass. He's going to use his first action to stand up. Sorry, he's going to lose his first action, use his second action to stand up, and then i got to check this one of the time. Okay, so this is one of the ones that did reload its hand crossbow before. So it's going to take its third action to make a hand crossbow attack on Peach Pie. So he has that in one hand and his rapier in the other? Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, they couldn't have reloaded then, could they? They didn't They didn't have a free hand. Yeah, how could they have reloaded if they had a rapier in a hand? Okay, you're right. So instead, it uses its second action to stand up, and its third action to move. All right, so Grave Knight number four moves up on Peach Pie, which takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. The wizard will move 35, plop down on this fancy, nice, red-looking couch. <laughs> <laughs> and the second and third actions he will electric arc yeah electric arc the two remaining enemies that means you're prone then right you're prone no I'm just fucking with you I'm just kidding man. I'm relaxing <laughs> knowing that peach pie has got this you got a 36 and a uh, sorry a 46 and a 39 to save which they both do from the looks of it Yep, and then I get four or twenty-seven on the damage, so thirteen damage to each of them. Which brings us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. Side note: the Wiz is currently at sixty-nine HP. Nice, nice. Um, I continue to lay on the ground and eat some mushrooms, and then I shoot a lightning bolt at him. If not a lightning bolt, the Tempest Surge. Tempest Surge. Zap. And which one? Number four. Jesus fucking Christ. It gets a 20 on the reflex save, 20 on the die. Done. It dodges out of the way of Jebediah's Tempest Surge. That takes us over to Grave Knight number three. Peach Pie, you're going to get that thing that you wanted because there's no good way for him to move into flanking position without provoking. So he's going to provoke from you on this. I will take the attack. I hit. 39 hits. And here's the really fun part. I deal him 46 damage and also use a free action for David to remember that he can't be flanked by things that are lower level than him. Hey! hey. <laughs> have, have you been, well, they have don't you been reducing that. the damage you've been taking by your weapon damage? Nope, sure haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I just about lost it. 
<laughs> yep, lots of rapier and crossbow damage going around here, but nothing yeah. reduced. That's yeah. Good. Man, after taking almost half your health down, too, that would have made a difference. Anyways. All right, so then uh, this is one that lost its first action because it's still slowed, but uses its third action to what make what it thinks is a flat-footed attack on Peach Pie, but doesn't. Just a regular attack with its rapier here. Gets a 36 to hit. It will miss. Ooh, that will miss. Flank- flanking would have hit, though. Flanking yeah. would have hit. Some bitch. All right, <laughs> Peach Pie, it's your turn. I'm going to kill number four. It's going to feel like doing that. Sure, no problem. Oh, I missed with a 34. Rolled a two. A two in the die won't do it. Got a little too cocky there. I did. Second action, I do hit, though. 40 hits. I will deal it 45 damage. 45 is a good hit, but doesn't take it down. Yeah, we'll do. We'll just do the awesome blow again. Just to force it to use actions to do things. Um, I get a 46. 46 is a critical success. It gets knocked back 10 feet and will take three damage, and I do not follow. Awesome Blow doing some solid work here. That and Jeb's slowed makes a big difference in this fight. Honestly, most of the damage I've taken has been from the cones, not from their swords. Their swords have dealt me very little damage. But they could be doing very little more. It'd be dealing even less. I counted, I only got hit by the sword twice, and I took my goddamn 14 HP back. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Does it make you feel better? (laughs) Not really. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh. All right, bottom around five, Nidek, it's your turn. Oh, shit, it's my turn. Um, I cast Guidance on Jeb. Nice. You get a plus one to eat mushrooms. Hell yeah. (laughs) It's like anything else... I do. Well, actually, a, no, a 30 foot cone would hit both of you guys. Oh, it's a 15 foot cone. And it doesn't hit anybody. I guess if I do it from here, can I hit him? Then I take it back. I don't give Jeff guidance. Fuck! <laughs> you didn't need it anyways. <laughs> I gotta eat that mush. Um, and I'm gonna cast Cantrip, haunting him. So I need a fortitude save from uh, number three. I think it's a 20 on the die. Uh, nothing happens. Done. There it is. All that for nothing. Well, then after Nidek, that takes us to the top of round six. This is the one that just got knocked on its ass by Peach Pie. Loses its first action because of the slowed condition. With its second action, it stands up. And with its third action, it moves into position to attack Peach Pie, hopefully, next turn. Which takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. Sweet, they're both still within electric arc range. I electric arc them again. Still sitting around the couch. Prone on the couch? Where are you getting prone from? I don't know. I'm just trying to be a dick. All right, one of them rolls a nat 20 on the die in this reflex save. The other gets a 42. Yeah, it's a critical success and a success. Uh, I roll 25 on the damage, so 0 to one of them and 12 to the other. Which takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. Chain lightning from the ground. Well, one of them rolls a natural one. Critically fails. Well, that dude's The other one gets a 34, which is just a regular failure. And with bravado, I stand up. <laughs> After three turns of eating <laughs> <mushrooms. killing> one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it looks like uh, 70 to number four, killing it. And 35 to number three. 
Well, that leaves us with only one Grave Knight as the other one has electricity coursing through its bones and then clatters into a pile at Peach Pie's feet. And after Jeb, that takes us over to our last remaining Grave Knight. So it loses its first action, uses its second action to attack Peach Pie with its rapier, getting a 39 to hit. Barely. Dealing Peach Pie 29 points of damage. Seven less than that. Hey! <laughs> Just being a dick about it. All right, and then for its third action, it uses Quick Draw to draw out a Frost Main Gauche. I think that's how you pronounce that. And attacks you with it. But on this attack, only getting a 32 to hit. And that's its turn, which takes us over to Peach Pie. And it's oh, your I, turn. I kill the motherfucker. Uh, we haven't done him too much damage yet. Well, we'll see. First attack hits 42, deal at 49 damage. Second attack, I'm going to miss with a 31. Well, then we'll just make a third attack. I guess I'm not going to kill it. 20. Nope. A miss. Well, that takes us over to Nidek. It's your turn. Um, we'll try that haunting him again. So for, you need a fortitude save. But what if you're trying to do it to a girl? It'd be a haunting her. Ha! Ha ha! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! No. <laughs> need a fortitude save. Fortitude save. All right. Get a 38. That is exactly what he needed to save. So he'll take half of really shitty damage. Takes half of 18. Takes nine damage. So he takes nine damage. Haunting him is such a shitty spell. Well, then after Nidek, that takes us up to the top of round seven. Getting close to that slow spell wearing off. It's not actually going to make a difference. Wizard, it's your turn. <coughs> Wizard, first action. No, first and second actions. Produce flame, throws a little ball of fire. Uh, uh, 38 to hit. 38 hits. You don't have a plus six to your hint. Yeah, I do. Uh, you do. So it should up. be plus I gotta, six. I gotta fix some other which shit means, too. Which means your electric arc should have been a plus six. Yeah. Oops. Oh, because of your apex item. 30 damage. It takes all of it. Third action. There's a lingering spark in my hand and I light my pipe and smoke. The whole reason to do the produce flame, right? Yep. After the wizard, that takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. I reluctantly relunk re- oh fuck it. I'm moving to Viking. <laughs> my words are good. Tell me you you didn't move straight over like that. Oh my god, of course I didn't. <laughs> I did not. I do uh, some nifty maneuvering to avoid hostile actions from said grave knight. There you go. Jeb learned his lesson. <laughs> and he gets a one. Oof. He'll try again. Oh, there you go. 38 hits. 38 to hit with a 37 damage. Slashing the Grave Knight down just a little farther. Well, then after Jebediah, that's going to take us over to the last Grave Knight here. He turns to look at Jebediah and Nidek, wanting to just have his 1v1 with Peach Pie here. Uses its second and third actions because it loses its first for that Cone of Cold that it gets. Go ahead and give me reflex saves, Nidek and Jebediah. Let's see another three. Oop, nope, I actually rolled decent on that one. 42. Nice. Jeb saves with a 37. Nidek saves with a 42. Jeb take half of 58. Nidek take half of 45. 
that takes us over to Peach Pie. It's God, I kill it. I kill it so hard. Incoming three ones. Oh, there's one. <laughs> Two more. There we go. 50 damage. Kill it. That does destroy it. And its bones clatter across the red velvet carpeting as you finally defeat the last of the Grave Knights. We changed our mind about Dalalind. I don't care about him. Dalalind? He can stay alive. <laughs> He's not that bad of a guy, right? Right? Are these swords magical? They have magical things on them, but as soon as the final Grave Knight is put to rest in ha. his grave... Ha, ha. That was bad. Dazalan's figure steps out from the mirror that he first came to talk to you from. Oh, hey. I walk up to it, and I smash the mirror before he can even say anything. He was gonna surrender! <laughs> Peach by are you actually attacking the mirror? Yeah, yeah, I smashed the mirror. It's a magical mirror. Well, it's still got to have hardness and hit points. It takes a co- It does, it does. So now just give me a second, give me a second. I understand that you're mad. Just give me a sec. 57 damage doesn't overcome its hardness and destroy it? No. It overcomes its hard- hardness, but doesn't destroy it. So basically, while Peach Pie is smashing on this mirror in the background, Dazalan's <laughs> little monologue here is just clang, clang in the back. And he just goes, you fools, you can hardly even defeat my first level gods. Good luck making your way up the rest of the tower. Shards of glass clatter to the floor. All right, so we spent an hour healing, and then we're like, well, next level. How tall is this tower? It's a couple hundred feet tall. Each floor looks like it's about 40 feet. Oh, jeez. From floor to ceiling. Well, fuck. Wasn't expecting it that big. Could have airwalked. Yeah, several hundred feet to this tower. All right, next floor. Let's go. You're ready to leave the first? As long as we've gathered everything, which I think we did. All the loot from the monsters, yes. We search the room, Jesus Christ. I get a 41. Do I find cool things? Yes. Ah, you're the one wanting to rush through. All right, so <laughs> you, 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 if you, if you drop in hints that we got to search the room, and <laughs> I'll search the room. I mean, I, you know, surprised Ted didn't jump on it right away. He's usually the one to do it. He's so high. He's so high. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm looking at my spells. Like. There's a lot going on here, man. Uh, um, yes, you do actually find something here. Uh, one of the gruesome spider sculptures in the cases is squatting over an iron flask shaped like a pair of warrior angels standing side by side. The flask has two compartments, each as- accessed by screwing off one of the angels' heads, although they're positioned such that a drinker cannot drink from both compartments at the same time. But there is an alchemical potion in here, too. As they're two separate part- compartments. I take them. Should I care about trying to figure out what they are right now or save it for later? Care! Can the wizard All do right. it without, or does he need alchemical? Oh, yeah, can you do it? I don't have alchemical tools. I do. I pop open my my whole thing and I let you go in. Yeah, let him in to his whole thing. I let you in. I let you in my whole thing. No, my alchemical. The shed that portable I carry workshop, me. I think it's called. The portable like workshop, that. yeah. I, that I'd thing. have to do a crafting check, though, right? Correct. But can you do that in like a round, like you can other stuff? Yeah, I'm looking quick. Does quick identify work with that? 
Or is that just magical stuff? Quick identification. No, it, it specifically calls it as you can identify magic swiftly. Oh, well, then it doesn't matter. They are not magical potions. Yeah. Okay. So we're skipping it. Uh, do we want to take 20 minutes for me to check them? I mean, we're taking an hour already. It doesn't God, matter. David, you waste so much of our time. <laughs> Making sure we stayed alive. <laughs> what a loser. God forbid. Two crafting checks. Both worse than my assurance. A 35 and a 33. You're not sure. Wait. Do you already have... Tell me and I'll answer. I know. Tell that's me. the part that I hate. <laughs> I gotta take something back. It is, they are magical potions, but that doesn't mean... Not elixirs. The wizard... Yeah, they're not elixirs. They are magical potions. No, that means the wizard could do it. Because potions count as magic items, not alchemy. They are magical. You have to have magic item crafting to make potions. If it says magical, not alchemical, then he can check. Then he can do it. It's still it's still a crafting check, though, right? No, it's a ma- it's an arcane check. It is okay. I have looked into this in such depth because I wanted so badly for the alchemy to work for the undead characters to be able to learn fly, but he can't. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Forty-five and fifty-four. Uh, they're both the same. They're both major healing potions. That's 8d8 plus 30. Nice. But that's it? That's like the whole thing about this? You just can't drink both of them at the same time? Can't drink both of them at the same time, but they're in one flask separated. Okay. Although I can imagine Peach Pie probably has some extra flasks that you could separate them into. I certainly do. I was expecting something cooler. I'll take them. Sometimes 8d8 plus 30 healing is, you know... Pretty cool. Yeah, I'll take it. I like it. Well, it's actually really nice for it to be in one flask because then you don't have to, if you like, for whatever reason, needed to take two, you could do that in one turn. Yeah, you could draw it and then take You two. draw it once and then two actions to take it twice. I'm going to copy this flask style. Based on just a description, I thought the flask itself would be more, would have something on it. Something specific about the flask. No, that makes sense, but nothing like that. So... You've got yourself two major healing potions. Who's climbing the stairs first? There's no way this is going to be like a, a million level tower, right? I mean, just right. each level is like 40 feet, so. So there's at least two levels. <laughs> there's at least two. Yeah, you're right. I'm committed. Committed? As you all decide to ascend to the second floor, each pie goes first. I proceed for traps. And say. Perceiving for traps as we go. I get a 43. Everyone else gets less. I don't even look for traps. That's <laughs> for losers. <laughs> Looking for traps is for losers. <laughs> Sorry. Let's I gotta laugh at that. So as you climb your way up the spiral, the spiral staircase leading to the second story... You find yourself in a hall with many statues carved from stone that stand in dynamic postures throughout the hall. They depict animals, drow, driders, and humanoid creatures of different kinds. Niches built into the walls contain busts depicting drow and most bearing expressions of agony or abject shame. As you climb your way up into here... Peach Pie, you hear something clanging off to the right of the staircase. Okay. Investigate it? There's like the edge 
Because you're walking up the stairs, and there's the floor. You kind of pop your head up over it, and you see this thing. It's a bronchiosaurus. Nidex's failed check is just he's just trying to jump up to see. Beach fire. Can't, couldn't I get, get high enough. <laughs> get quits. <laughs> you see a large, looks Ooh. to be a metal construct of some kind, leaking and billowing smoke, walking in a short path back and forth. Cool. I hate this place. I, uh, I, t- I, I stop everybody and I say in a low voice, I see a construct ahead. I think that's not good for the magic users. I'm going to take a misform elixir because I'm probably going to have to hit it a lot. I'm casting a shocking grasp into my warx, just so everyone knows that I did that. It had fire boiling out of it, so I might suspect it might be weak to frost. I don't know. I'm not a wizard. You're a wizard clown. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Is everybody ready? Uh, I'm going to go into stealth. So whoever reaches the top of the steps first is going to be triggering this thing into initiative. That's me. It's me. So let's go ahead. Everybody else arrange themselves based on where they would be as Peach Pie is reaching the top. And this construct's clang, clang, clang. What is it like? Uh, tiny or small? <laughs> uh, large in size. And does that mean initiatives? That means roll for initiative. Ha Dang. Well, lots wow. of initiatives. We rolled well. Wow. Wow. Now, let's see what this guy gets. He's going to beat us all. No. He gets a 41 in initiative. That means everyone else gets to go first. Fantastic. I don't even see him. He's behind the uh, statues here. The statues are large and obstructing, so they are objects that are in the way. You can't run pass through these statues that are in the hallway here. You'll have to work your way in between. Just hope they stay stone. As Peach Pie reaches the top of the stairs, the large suit of armor that is spurting out gouts of smoke turns to face Peach Pie. This big cloud out of it as it flares to life and begins to make movements towards Peach Pie. However, the party got the drop on this one handily. Wizard and Nidek tied with a 47 at the top of round one. Who goes first? I'll go first. Uh, the wizard uses his first action to move 30 feet out into the middle of the room. Uh, second and third actions to do a recall knowledge on it. All right, go ahead and give me an Arcana check. Uh, 47, and I did take two actions for it. You did, okay. This looks like a variant adamantine golem. Adamantine golems are generally huge in size. Well, this one's only large in size. What two pieces of information do you want? Uh, weaknesses, resistances. Uh, other than, like, the normal construct bullshit. I mean, yeah, that's that, that was kind of my question. Like, outside of that. Like, I, I know that much, but I know most constructs have, like, a special weakness or a special, like, immunity that different So effects. you're looking for details on the golem anti-magic, specifically? Yeah. Got it, got it. Uh, adamantine golems are generally harmed by magical acid, healed by magical fire, and slowed by magical electricity. I don't know, you guys want to know anything else? 
What does it do on its leisurely time? <laughs> yeah, like, does it like walk, long walks on the beach? <laughs> yeah. It likes long walks and patrolling this one particular room that it never leaves for any reason whatsoever. That's pretty boring. That is adorable. Oh, yeah. Adorable. <laughs> does anybody want anything else from it, though? No. What is its magic word to turn it off? Mm. Dazalin rocks. I'll say it is the the magical turn off word. Yeah, I don't have pride. What are its physical <laughs> resistances? Uh, it resists everything physical except for vorpal adamantine weapons. That's awfully specific. Vorpal and adamantine. Specifically, vorpal adamantine weapons. Yes. Otherwise, it resists all physical damage. Well, guys, I'm gonna hang out. Over here in the corner. And that's ha- have fun. So after the wizard gets into the room and identifies this creature, that takes us over to Nidek. It's your turn. Yeah, I, I really can't do anything. I delay while I try to think of what I could possibly do to this thing. All right. That takes us over to Peach Pie. It's your turn. You said harmed by, harmed by acid, slowed by electricity? Correct. This guy's about to spend this entire combat slowed, I hope you know. I, I heard I was fully aware of that. Whether or not it was identified or not. Yeah. <laughs> Action one, rage. Action two, stop. Okay. Drop. Set him up. Open up shop. Ooh, boom. So, Peach Pie, as you're moving through these stone statues to get toward the large construct, mm-hmm. one of them springs to life for just a moment and says, what up? And stabs at you. Interesting. A trapped statue. A trapped statue, indeed. Cool art. Looks like a, you know, a statue holding a sword. That's trapped. Peach Pie does a 45 hit. It does. Rolls a 15 to overcome the concealment. You overcome it, you bastard. That will deal you 81 points of damage. That's a sword, though, so a little less than that. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Goodness, that's a big hit. That's a big hit right there. All right, Peach Pie, as this thing goes to slash down across your body, it stays in that triggered motion. So it doesn't, like, move back up to reset. Well... You can continue your move. I continue my movement. Does it happen again? It does not happen again as you move through. All right, cool. Well, I get up to Mr. Big Boy here, and uh, I'm going to swing at him. That's where I want to be. Okay. We get a 45 to hit. A 45 hits. We will hit him initially for 45 damage, some of which I'm sure is going to be resisted, but some of it is also electricity. Ah, and that electricity damage courses through and in between the metal plates building up this adamantine golem, and it becomes slowed one. Until the end of Peach Pie's next turn. That is my turn. All right. Then after Peach Pie, Jebediah, it's your turn. Charge! Can I get in flanking? Nope. Not with where Peach Pie chose to sit. Yeah, I wanted to be there so I could, no matter which way he went, I could stop him from, like, trying to move. I'm sorry. It was probably a bad decision on my part. Do I trigger any statues? Not in that movement, I don't think. You've been kind of going all over the place, but no. No, with the best line of movement that you've got, you do not trigger any of the statues. I will make a swing. A 45 to hit. 45 hits. Now he's slowed until the end of my turn. 
as he takes some damage. Ooh, kicking ass now. 31. He's basically dead. Reduced it down to 11. <laughs> oh. The axe sparks off of the armor plating. That means it's its turn. So with its first attack, it's going to rear back its metal fist and punch at Peach Pie. Yay. Peach Pie does a 41 hit. It does. Rolls a 17 to overcome your concealment, which that'll hit, and will deal you 36 points of damage. Okay. That's a fist, huh? It's a fist attack. Motherfucker. And for its final action, because it lost its first, it's going to turn and swing its fist at Jebediah. <gasps> Jeb, 48 Ugh. to hit. That's a crit. At least he had the attack penalty. Oh, I guess it's not. Am I at 49? 39? Okay, yeah, oh yeah, I'm at 39 now. Nice. Now that he has his armor on correctly. Yeah, <laughs> now your armor is actually <laughs> I have on. my armor on. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Then, yeah, that will just miss the critical hit by one. Jeb, you're going to take 36 points of damage as it thuds into you with its fist. That's its turn. The trap that Peach Pie triggered before moves its sword back up into a slashing position, resetting itself, which takes us to the top of round two. Wizard, it's your turn. I mean, it's a construct, so you guys got this, right? Yes. It's going to be basically Jeb and Peach Pie in the corner, just clang, clang, clang. With electric damage slowing it every time. Yeah. I sit down and smoke my pipe, waiting to see if they need me. Just kind of hanging out. Like, they got the electricity part handled. I can't do acid damage. Yeah, I'm just going to hang out. What did acid do? Deals it. Uh, it actually hurts uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, it takes 9d10. If only I had Acid Splash. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, weird. I prepared that cantrip. I didn't. The, the sad thing is I actually do know it. I just don't prepare it. Because it's one of the worst. It's like one D. It's kind of bad compared to the other ones, right? It's really bad yeah. compared to the other ones. But apparently it's useful for constructs occasionally. Then that's going to take us over to Nidek, who I feel like we're likely going to hear a similar story. I actually have one thing I can actually do to him. Taunt him! Uh, yeah. Call him a dirty boy. I am going to tap into my once per day level 17 fetchling ability, Shadow's Assault. Ooh. Which allows me to cast a 6th level Shadow Blast. Do you get to choose the type of damage with Shadow Blast? Yep, this is that weird spell that I get to choose what type of damage, what how it goes. How big the burst is and all that stuff. Whether it's a burst, a line, a cone. Yeah. So I'll drop a burst on it so that it only hits it. Okay. Uh, does it want to do a reflex save or a will save? Will save, oddly enough. Okay, the only way that was going to not deal this damage was if it rolled a, a critical success. So instead of rolling your damage from whatever that Shadow Blast is going to do, instead, roll 9d10. 53. It takes 53 points of acid damage from the Shadow Blast. And that's all I can do. Peach Pie, it's your turn. Since I made a mistake early on and positioned myself poorly, I will take a five-foot step to my left to get into flanking with my good pal Jeb. And uh, we'll make some attacks on this guy, flat-footed. Attack number one. Gonna get a 43 to hit. 43 hits. 
And we'll deal him uh, 54 damage. Okay. Gets reduced down to 34. Then that electricity re-ups slow on it. Excellent. Attack number two. Oh, that's going to be a miss. Well, we'll just go uh, for broke with attack number three. See what we can get. Ooh, Mike. Nope. 39 is a miss. It is. I'm done. Takes us to Jebediah. And we swing blindly. There you go. 47 hits. We slow the man. Crushing this thing, dude. 17 damage. 17 damage. That got <laughs> reduced down from 37. The Jeb rolling rocks. Nice. Nice. More damage. 42 hits. Eight damage. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Oof. for broke. Damage is damage. Can you roll another one? Oh, that would have been no. nice. 25 to hit. It's a yeah, critical success. Miss. Yeah, <laughs> Crit- miss. Critical oh, miss. Read that wrong. Whoops. All right. Well, then after Jeb, it's the large construct's turn. With its first action, the inside of its bellows... Well, sorry, take that back. It loses its first action. For its second action, you can see the heat inside and the magical source that's powering this thing begin to flare up. I don't like that. It uses an action called Vent, a 30-foot cone of superheated steam from its internal forge will attack... The Fire Dwarf. Peach Pie and Nidek in its 30-foot cone. That doesn't seem worth it. Just two of us? Come on. Give me your reflex <laughs> save. It also destroys all of the statues. Or it heats them up and powers them. Damn it. Oh, I rolled a critical failure on that. I will use a hero point on that. I get a 34. Peach by 34 fails. Nidek, what'd you get? I also get a 34. So this cone deals 52 points of damage to Nidek and 54 points of damage to Peach Pie. That was its second action. For its third action, it punches Peach Pie. Gets a 45 to hit. It hits. It rolls a six to overcome the mischance, which makes it. Peach Pie, you take 29 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And that's its turn. Takes us up to the top of round three. Wizard, got anything? No. All right. Nidek, got anything? No, I'm still looking for... Something that has acid damage. I, I got nothing. Beach pie. It's your turn. I swing. Oh, for crying out loud. I miss. 35 misses. I swing again. Rolled poorly. Oh, shit. You have less hit points than I thought. I should have healed you. Rolled poorly again. It's okay. I swing a third time. Well, that time I rolled better, but couldn't hit. I missed three times with poor rolls. That takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. Let's see. I will provoke if it's necessary. Are you casting a spell? Yeah. Does not provoke. Beach by gains 56 health and then I attack. Thanks. And I miss. 38 misses. That's all I got. After Jebediah, it takes us over to the large construct. You can see that the heat is building inside of itself but unfortunately doesn't have enough built up in order to vent its power source again. So instead, it uses its second action to swing on Peach Pie, getting a 51. It's not slowed. It is slowed. I forgot to mention it. It loses its first action to slowed. 
Second action swings at Peach. No, we've missed all of our attacks. Not slowed. Nobody hit it. Oh, nobody. Oh, and Peach probably didn't hit it with electricity. Or me, yeah. Thank you, Ted. Appreciate that. So it's first action. It swings at Peach by. Yeah, so that'd be a critical hit. I roll a d20. If I get a 17 or higher, it's not a crit. I don't. One of these days, that's going to work. It has. In the meantime, though, uh, it gets a 16 to overcome that concealment chance, which makes it. So it's going to deal you 76 points of damage. I hit harder still. As the fist flies right into your chest plate, triggering its destructive strike ability. Peach Pie. Fortitude save. Your armor is broken. Oh, great. Peach Pie, you're no longer getting the bonus from the armor. Yeah. It uses its second action to turn around and strike at Jebediah, getting a 49 to hit. That's a critical strike on Jeb. Jeb take 89 points of damage. Your armor is also broken. And for its third attack, it's going to turn back around and swing at Peach Pie again. Okay. 44 to hit. That does hit. It misses. But he only rolls a three to get over the concealment. It misses because of the misform elixir. Haha. Well, that takes us over to the top of round four. Wizard, it's your turn. I continue sitting and smoke my pipe, but for my second and third actions, I'm going to electric arc it just to make sure. It needs to critically succeed in order to not take the damage. It does not get to 46 on the save. Zap slowed. That doesn't critically succeed. Oh, your apex item. 46? No, that doesn't even critically succeed mine. Oh. No, my DC's 39. Oh, damn. Okay. Never mind then. All right. Yes, it is slowed one until the end of Wizard's next turn. That takes us over to Nidek. Got anything? Um, I'll, I'll heal Peach Pie. Gee, thanks, friend. Two action heal for 84 hit points. Fantastic. And then I also step back farther because I don't want to be within that thing's 30 foot cone. That takes us over to Peach Pie. Oh, the question is, what do I do? Only I were legendary in crafting. Would you do crafting? No, I could repair my armor in one action. Oh. As it is, I could spend my whole turn. I could spend three actions and repair my armor. Fuck it. It's going to kill him. Get a 44. That'll hit. 57 damage. We'll swing again. Get a 46. That'll also hit. 45 damage. Again, ish. Ish. Things. And um, I'm probably better off using Awesome Blow. Does that have the attack trait? No, that is not how it works. Damn. Yeah, because well, because it's 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 a the feat builds off of uh, shove, which doesn't require a check at all. Like even if I completely fail Awesome Blow, it still gets shoved because it's just shove, but better. Knockback, you mean? Which doesn't take an attack trait. Or knockback, yeah, that's it. Knockback, the knockback feat, which doesn't take a check. Like that's just oh, you're automatic. Crush knockback. him into me? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, what <laughs> would happen? Like, he just wouldn't go back. He'd just be tripped, right? You'd just be knocked prone. Yeah, that's what I want. So I'm going to take an athletics check because it's almost certain I would not actually hit him. This is a 50 versus his fortitude DC. A 50 is a success. Excellent. Not a critical success. It's all right. He's now slowed and on his ass. Plop. The big clang as he falls on his big robot butt prone. After Peach by Jebediah, it's your turn. I'm going to try to hit things. Maybe I can deal seven damage. No. 
Yeah. 31 misses. God, I really can't get hit again. Um, A heal. Jeb healing himself. That's all I got. Then after Jebediah, it's the large construct's turn. Loses its first action because it's slowed. Second action, it stands. We beat it up. I beat it up. I don't. I flail around. Jeb misses with a 34. I don't miss. Not with a 43. 46 damage-ish. It takes it-ish. It uses its final action to make a fist strike on Peach Pie. And gets a critical hit with a 54. And then rolls a nat 20 on the mischance. Here comes my fortification roll. Oh, that was so close. Oh, that, was, that was close. He does indeed crit me. If that would have been a 20. Can you do that every time? Yep. That's not like a reaction or anything. It just automatically nope. happens. It just happens. Peach Pie, you take 101 points okay. of bludgeoning damage. All right. I can respect that hit. That is a, a hit I can respect. There's a lot of 12s that on those D12s. 3D12. Deadly. Deadly 3D12. Yes. And that's where most of its damage came from. Yeah. <laughs> 12s. <laughs> Because it's already broken your armor, it can't break it any farther with that. With the way the ability's worded, it just breaks the armor. Since it's already broken, it doesn't make it any worse. That is its turn. Which takes us to the top of round five. Wizard, your turn. Electric arc. Keep that slow stack. It does not save against it. So it is slowed one until the end of Wizard's next turn. Smoke my pipe. <laughs> It's tasty. Nidek, your turn. Uh, we're going to heal the peach pie. You gain 55 hit points. Hey, thanks. After Nidek, that takes us over to peach pie. Your turn. I kill the motherfucker. I hit. 44 hits. I kill it. Peach pie with a big top stake driver hit right to the chest of this thing. It falls to the ground and clang, clang, and the armor kind of just goes loose as it falls to the ground. But the magical forge behind that armor still burns. Interesting. Send it to another dimension. I'll come investigate it. I have to get hit by statues. Uh, Wizard, before you can even get over to it, it heals itself with its first action. With its second action, it stands up. And I kill it again. Yeah, go ahead. Make an attack. I hit it. 40 hits. I kill it again. And it clang, clang, falls down again. Wizard, now you get to make your way around to it and investigate it. How many times is it going to do this, wizard? And can I get experience each time? (laughs) Uh, Can I do another recall knowledge on it? Uh, you do have new information. Go ahead, but it's going to be more difficult. You need at least a 49 to succeed on this. I'm only going to use one action to move then, so hold up. Okay, and then I'll do a two action recall knowledge on it. <sighs> Hero point. Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, 43. You're not entirely certain what it's doing. Beach do you move from where you're at on your turn? No. I'm in flanky with Chip. What type of check is it? Uh, Arcana. Uh, uh, actually, I will spend on my turn the three actions to fix my armor. There you go. Do you have to make a check to do that? I think I can just assurance it, and it's fine. Do you have quick repair? Yes. Oh, you do. Okay, got it. That's why I can do it. And I'm a master. So I would restore 25 HP to it. 
Which would bring it out of the broken condition. It would certainly bring it out of the broken condition, if not fully repair it. My breastplate is item level 10, which my assurance can do no problem. All right, there you go. Okay, well, that's easy enough. Then after Peach Pie, it goes to Jebediah. Do you do anything specific this turn? I mimic what Peach Pie did and try to fix my armor. <laughs> Jeb like holds his straps in place, <laughs> hoping that it works. <laughs> well, on its turn, it uses its first action to heal itself. Its second action to stand up. Okay. How many times are we going to teach you this lesson, old man? I guess we're going to have to do something soon. Sit back down. We both hit it. I mean, would visions of weakness give me anything on it? Like, what would be able to destroy it? I mean, that's a weakness, right? Being able to, what destroys it? Yeah, actually, this would work. I will use visions of weakness, which will put me back into my moderate curse. Any weaknesses it has, I learn them. I also learned its lowest save. Not that that matters. So its lowest save is reflex. This golem is vulnerable to dispelling magic. The fires that keep its magical engines roaring roar indefinitely inside of this creature. And every time that it is destroyed, instead of actually being destroyed, it enters repair mode. So we have to dispel it. I can't do that. Ted's face says he can't do it either. I don't have it prepared. You want to beat on this thing for 10 minutes? <laughs> Whoa, wizard swap have to beat out. on it for 10 minutes. Sounds <laughs> like fun to me. I'm probably not going to use weird here, so I'll just swap it weird out for dispel magic over 10 minutes. Okay, so let's do it this way then. Can we figure out... Peach Pie gets 300 attacks on this thing, uh, 400 attacks on it in that 10-minute time. Well, but so does Jeb. So does Jeb. So Jeb and Peach Pie both get 400 attacks on I this thing. I am not rolling 400 I'm dice. I'm not asking you to roll 400 <laughs> dice. Spencer absolutely will. finish my thought. Let's <laughs> do it. Spencer's already get, getting the D20s. Oh, no. What have I done? <laughs> <laughs> well, all I'm trying to figure out is what what do we think is the actual percentage chance that it would get its full heal? I don't know. I'm a musician, not a mathematician. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to that's Swan. That's way too difficult. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Very fair. I feel like it's sub 5%. Oh, correct me if I'm wrong there, but it's sub 5%. 5%. So after 10 minutes, I get my ninth level to spell magic. And I roll a 48. Uh, it can only be targeted by a ninth level or higher to spell magic or disjunction. So if you would have wasted an eighth level time on it, he would have been fucked for another ten minutes. So after Peach Pie and Jebediah are just whamming, just whacking on this thing for ten minutes straight, Wizard gets his spell swapped, then casts the dispel magic on it. You get the 48 on the counteract check, and the flames inside of the body of this golem finally dwindle to nothing. I am so sweaty. Beachfire is just <laughs> pouring sweat. And I, and I'm, I am going to do this. I made this decision a while ago while you guys were doing this. Holding up your shield for a 10-minute exploration activity, that means you go into the next combat fatigued. Both Jebediah and Peach Pie are fatigued. I don't have a shield. 
No, he's just saying you're spending ten minutes. Yeah, you're spending ten minutes smashing on something with like full attack actions. Like, well, we're gonna probably rest. How long does it take to get rid of fatigued? You recover from fatigue after a full night's rest. Okay, mansion up. Nah, we don't need that. Well, we are going to have to. Uh, we're going to have to rest because I can't rage while fatigued. Uh, that would be a huge detriment. Ha ha! Here we go. You got something? This is going to fuck tonight up. Moment enough. of renewal. Touch up to six creatures. The targets experience a day's worth of recovery in an instant. Any detrimental effects that would be gone after 24 hours end, though it doesn't shorten the duration of active spells affecting the target. Targets regain hit points and recover from conditions as if they had 24 hours of rest. Okay, so you gain hit points and get rid of fatigued, but no spells are regained, correct? Correct, but they do not make their daily preparation again or gain any benefits of rest other than healing. Oh, nice. Is that from the staff? Uh, no, that's just a spell I have. Nice. Well, let's do that then. satisfying than thwarting Tyler's plans to fuck with us. Those combats were both pretty annoying and difficult, though. And they're only the first two levels of Dizalin's Tower. What other crazy enemies and encounters will we face here? Find out as we continue the Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.